Well, hello, welcome to another episode of the Short, Pale, and Handsome Podcast. I'm your boy, Lloyd Lee. Today is Monday, September 23rd. How are you? How's your ma? Tell her I said hello. Hello, my friends. It's, uh, it's good to be back. Uh, I am back here to say hello and talk to you about what's going on in your life or my life. I mean, you know, all you got to do is just shoot me an email and we'll, we'll talk about whatever's going on in your life uh, or why I find sitting in this cross-legged position so comfortable. If you guys aren't familiar, uh, if you're listening, just listening, there is a YouTube version of this, youtube.com slash Comedy. And uh, you'll see it, see that I'm sitting kind of awkwardly, legs crossed, but I'm at that age where shit is just so comfortable. I don't know. Uh, shoot me an email, Lloyd Lee Comedy. We'll chat. This uh, episode is brought to you by my Patreon account, Lloyd Lee Comedy on Patreon, patreon.com slash Lloyd Lee Comedy. Uh, I don't know. Throw me a buck or two, whatever, whatever you got. I'll take, right? A um, lot going on this week. A lot going on. Um, I want to go off of a list that I have that I put together because I am trying to be better at being prepared for, you know, this job that I have. And you're probably looking at, oh, Jesus. Uh, Here's the thing. I've got a notebook full of jokes. I'm sure everybody does. But a lot of it is just like really just half-baked premises uh, where, you know, it's like here's an idea like – um. Uh, freaking bobcat and pop pockets and um, boxed wine. And it's all like on one page. And it's like, I don't know what you're doing. If you were to like find this, I don't know what you'd be thinking. Because you just look at it and just go, huh, we've got a psychopath on our hands. Because uh, <laughs> I don't even know. And to me, it makes sense where you just go, hey, uh... Fun girl football. What does that mean? I don't know just yet, but I think it'd be funny to have a fun girl football bit. No idea. I don't even know what a fun girl f- or what f- – I don't know what any of those words mean. Uh, it just sounded funny. And then it's just like a lot of half-baked premises. Premises? Uh, like I don't hang out with fobs. Would you go, oh, that's – is this a manifesto? Or are we – Am I combat? No, there's a joke in there somewhere. I just haven't figured it out. So, like, on my notebook, I literally have to put, these are the thoughts of a stand-up comedian. If lost, please don't judge and uh, contact me. Um, So, uh, yeah, Uh, if you're looking online and you go, hey, and you free frame it so you could actually try to read a bit, it's just a premise. Just a premise. And a lot of these premises are whatever it is that I'm talking about on this podcast. So uh, I want to let you guys know that uh, if you're not familiar, football season is back. Bum, 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 ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-da-dum, ba-da-dum. And uh, the Patriots, they look uh, amazing. And if you don't know... Uh, that I'm a big New England sports guy, and you're like, ah, this fucking guy, and he's wearing a Dodgers hat. Listen, I like the Dodgers hat because I like it. It's simple. The blue brings the colors out in my eyes. That was barely English. Uh, The blue, and the Dodger blue, brings the colors out in my eyes, and that's why I like to wear it. And I like to stunt on people. Yeah, I live in the... I lived in L.A. 
Um, I used to wear, I, I still do, I still wear the Boston hat, I wear the LA Dodgers hat, and uh, the funny thing is a lot of baseball fans don't get it, like, wow, why are you wearing the two very distinctly different uh, hats? And like, first of all, I like them, fuck, I'll wear a Toronto Blue Jays hat, just because I think that the red, white, and the blue uh, goes well with my complexion, I don't care, <laughs> but on top of that, uh, the Dodgers went to uh, go into the playoffs, they already clinched, first team to clinch. I don't know, what of the fourth fastest in the history of uh, baseball. That's fine. And then the Red Sox are always going to be my home team. American League East, National League West. I, I can't explain it to you if you don't understand. Um, I don't think. Uh, the whole, like, 10 years I lived in L.A., people would give me shit for wearing the Boston Red Sox hat because, A, it's a gang-affiliated color. You know, gangs have appropriated that. It's fine, no big deal. But people are like, oh, well, the Dodgers fuck better, bro. Dodgers, those Dodgers for life, and it's fine because I understand that you don't understand how baseball works. And whenever in the history of my life would I ever see the Dodgers Red Sox World Series? Because that would be the only time it matters. Oh, last year, and guess what? Boston won. That's fine. That is fine. You know. Um, up until that point, I was like, hey, we're never going to see each other in the playoffs. Uh, we're never going to see each other in the World Series, excuse me, until we did, you know. And then uh, not only that, but then it, then the Patriots came in and marched uh, the, the Rams down, who just got back to L.A. I can understand why it'd be a little tense, me walking around with a baseball cap 2019, but 2009, God, go fuck yourself. You don't know shit about shit. I don't want to hear about it, you know? Uh, that's how I feel. You're like, wow, Lloyd, that is super aggressive for like five minutes in. I know that's the level of intensity that you can expect from the Short, Pale, and Handsome podcast. Uh, what are we talking about? So, yeah, the uh, football season is back. The Patriots look good. And uh, we haven't looked this good since, uh, you know, the year that we went not, uh, 18 and 1, the one that we lost in the Super Bowl to the, to the Giants. Uh, and, you know, as a long living, long tenured New England sports fan, um, I just know that some shit just hits the fan. It looks good until it doesn't. I don't have any hopes. I've already seen them win a Super Bowl. I've seen them win six Super Bowls. I've seen the Red Sox, who have been mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, uh, win World Series. I, as a fan, have been completed. I've seen all of my teams win. I've seen them all be horrible, god-awful horrific. I've seen the Red Sox go like a, a promising, promising season and then drop like nine of the last games and then not make the playoffs. I've seen the Bruins win the Stanley Cup. The Lord Stanley Cup lifted, marched around, skated around the arena, watched go around the world in different pictures. And then I also watched them uh, lose down uh, up a goal and then give up two goals in 30 seconds the last two minutes of the game to lose so I've seen them up I've seen them gum I've seen them go I've seen the Celtics go f 21 games one uh and then I've seen them go to the world uh championships beat the Los Angeles Lakers and then then what year two later lose to the uh uh <laughs> lose to the Lakers 
in the World Series, uh, World Championships, right? So I've seen it all. Uh, but we look good. Uh, Antonio Brown. I don't know if you guys even care about this shit. Uh, Antonio Brown, uh, the one of the better, one of the best wide receivers right now, uh, having some problems off the field. And um, the Patriots are like, you know what? We are so good right now. We don't need you. Bye bye. Bye bye. We can't deal with all of this distraction. You're done. You're done, son. No mas. <laughs> but that's how good, that's how confident. Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft are where they take literally one of the best wide receivers out there today, t- definitely top five, without a doubt. And we're just, we're just so good where we're like, ah, you know what? How about this? How about you just don't be on our team anymore? We don't need you. Uh, that's interesting because they're that good and you know defense looks good and that's usually the issue like Tom Brady has got to figure out how to dig us out of a hole but our defense looked good last year we held uh the Rams down to three points in the Super Bowl listen I don't I I know I know that cliche uh defense wins championships and you're probably right but nobody ever wants to watch like a no-hitter on both sides. Nobody wants to watch that shit. Great. You threw a no-hitter. Uh, that's the defensive prowess at, the, at its peak. Nobody wants to watch a 13-3 to uh, Super Bowl because that shit is boring. But defense wins championships. And we look good. Given, given, given that we played Miami and we played uh, the Jets and then we played the Steelers. Now, the Steelers should have been pretty good, but apparently they're not. You know, we ran through them. We ran through the Dolphins, which we're supposed to, and then lose to them in the second game, which is usually going towards the end of the season, and then we're supposed to beat the Jets. That is just how it works, right? We are what we're supposed to be. We're doing our job. Okay. Like, like, nobody cares about football, Lloyd. I know, I know. I'm just saying that's what I've been occupying my time with. I've been watching football. And there's a beauty of watching football without the arbitrage of having to play fantasy football. I've talked about this again I'll talk, uh, before. I've talked about it again. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Uh, football is so much more enjoyable when you don't have to watch, uh, what, 13 games 16 games, 16 games a a week, whatever the fucking math comes down to. Football is amazing when you just watch one game and that's all that matters. You don't have to worry about who's playing who. You you don't have to worry about them just running the ball or just pat. Just watch the game. Enjoy it. That's it. That's all I have to tell you. Like, I used to play fantasy football, like, five leagues, and I had this crazy, like, uh, hierarchy, this fucking flow chart of, okay, in order for him to win, I got to do this, Uh, run the ball, pass it to only him, don't pass it because he's quarterback, boom, that shit is stressful. That is not worth the cost of playing. That is not worth watching one game. One game. And, again, I'm saying shit that I always say anyways. I hate the fact that the first game on the East Coast starts at 1 p.m. Shit. L.A., 10 a.m. 
That's it. 10 a.m. You can watch your Patriots game, get fucked up, and still have time to go to a farmer's market, take a nap, get some lunch. Fuck this. This shit is like 1 o'clock is smack dab in the middle of your afternoon. Sure, sure, you can get some shit done in the morning, but I would rather wake up, go to the game, get that knocked out, and then have the rest of my day. Where in this case, 1 o'clock, next game, like it's like 1 to 4, and then 4.30, and then 8, and you're watching football till fucking midnight. No thank you, sir. No thank you. I do miss it. Um, uh, luckily... I was not in Asia during football season because I would say, what is that, 1 a.m.? The first game starts at 1 a.m., and then, like, you might be able to catch the Sunday night game or the Monday night game in the morning. That is not really a life that I will be accustomed to. I will say that, uh, speaking of that, internationally, we've been, um, the World Cup just started this week, World Cup of Rugby. Let me be very specific. Uh, World Cup rugby. I love rugby. I think it's everything that uh, everything that football should be, and I think that America has the opportunity of being phenomenal. But we are not there yet. Uh, the Rugby World Championship World Cup uh, tournament has started. Uh, it's been exciting. There's been drama. There's been violence. There has been. Um, yeah, it's it's so far so good. I think they're only like four or five games in. It's going to last basically through the month, and um, it's in Japan. So that being said, I'm catching like the first game at like 1 a.m., and then I might be able to catch one of the last games in the morning if I am ambitious enough to wake up. So um, I guess that's what it would be like watching the Patriots. We just, in, in Asia, you just kind of go, well, I guess I'm staying up till fucking 4 a.m. or waking up at 4 a.m. so I can watch the game or I'm staying up till 1 a.m. to start the game. I don't know. It's a lifestyle change. But uh, rugby, uh, it is, uh, it's a great sport. And you're like, hey, I know, Loy, I've been listening to this podcast for a while. You've talked about it. I go, I know. But it's every four years. Last year, the last one was at the... Um, all Blacks four years ago? Yeah, All Blacks won. We were in Vegas. Uh, we rolled up to a uh, a pub, an Irish pub at like 4 a.m. to watch the game, and it was packed. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, like you – like just like everything in Vegas, you just don't know what time it is because everybody's out and there's people there, and you show up and you go, is this Friday night? Or is this literally like a Sunday morning? I can't tell um, because it was just packed shoulder to shoulder and everybody came to see rugby. But there's violence, there's aggression, there's speed, there's, there's, there's everything that you could ever want. There's no stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. There's, no, there's not a lot of penalties. Uh, nobody's flopping around. Everybody, I mean... When you look at international rugby, everybody's like 6'3", 225 pounds. That's like the normal shit. And you see a bigger guy, you're like, wow, that guy's big. He is fucking huge. This dude is like 6'7", 300 pounds, running, running like a running back. Everybody in, in uh, rugby is, is big. And um, I think that as a, 
as a country, we should be the most dominant, the most dominant team out there. I mean, look at like, look at all the football players that don't make it to the NFL, that don't make it to Canada, that don't make it to if Arena is still around, or won't make it to XFL if that's a thing or the other thing. Um, you have a lot of talent. We have a lot of potential. I think we could be dominant, but nobody cares. It's the same thing. Like It's like soccer, right? We should be really good at soccer, but we get shown up by like uh, third world countries, Brazil, and um, I don't know. I guess England and Spain aren't third world countries, but that, you know, that, we should be dominant. We should be. Okay, Lloyd, we don't care. You're right. We don't care. Watch the Rugby World Cup. At least, at least go online and watch the highlights. Watch the highlights and see if this is something that you like. It's like soccer. If you like soccer and you like football, this is smack dab in the middle. But everyone's like, I don't get it. You're like, do you get football? Okay. Basically, same premise. Do you get soccer? Okay. Same premise. Just it's it's not that difficult. If you don't get it, that's because you haven't sat down and watched a 20-minute game. That's for the sevens, but irrelevant. Okay, Lloyd, we don't care anymore. You're right, we don't. Uh, what have I been spending my time with? Um, still, I think I talked about it last time, running a show has been uh, difficult. You know, uh, There's a reason why I really haven't done it in my career of comedy. It's... Uh, it challenges me to write more, um, and it challenges me to be topical. A lot of times when I write, I try to be fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, I try to be funny. Yeah, that's, that is like the goal. Be funny, Loy. Uh, and then the other part is like, you know, let's, let's make jokes that last. There's nothing more uh, saddening to me than writing a fire bit about something that I know that nobody's going to care about in like three weeks. You go, oh, I got a Stormy Daniel joke that's fucking fire. Like three months later, nobody cares. Everyone's like, you get, it's not even they don't care. You get groans like, ah, fucking Stormy Daniels. I don't care. Uh, you know, like there's, there is a lot of fatigue, topic fatigue in comedy where... I think that, um, you know, I've, I've always tried to write around. I try to write jokes that last. I try to write jokes that make, um, that make higher reaching, overarching, um, more timeless, you know, uh, jokes, more timeless punchlines. But the problem is um, when you do that, and that's not easy. That's not easy. But, you know, when you're doing an open mic and you're hosting it, um, you know, you just got to burn through this material. You got to you gotta come out with some topical shit, talk about what's going on today, this week, last week, uh, what's coming up. You know, you got to write bits for that. So it's a completely different other skill set that I am trying to get comfortable with. But just getting yourself out there and just being like, okay, guys, I know you guys saw me last week. Here's something half-assed. That I've barely thought through. I wrote it down on a piece of paper. Here you go. Um, that's uh, that's how I feel about hosting open mics, you know, consistently, and uh, it's great because a first of all, if you, you build it, 
the rewards are countless. The rewards, building your own crowd, having a home, uh, making you know the show yours, giving yourself as much stage time as you think you need or uh, should have. Did that stop recording? Ain't that something? I'm always having technical difficulties. It's oh, it's probably done. Uh, where are we? Twenty minutes. Yes, I'm probably running out of storage space on this technical thing. This is what you get when you got like a one man show. You're out here just phenomenally guessing. Okay, uh, what else are we talking about, Loy? Uh, running a show, so I am having a late night spot out in Catonsville, uh, Maryland. It's called State Fair, State F A R E. Shout out to State Fair, Catonsville. Uh, the food's amazing. There, there is not a you can't miss. There's nothing on that menu that you can't um, that you can't hate, right? I don't know what I'm saying, right? You can't hate. There's nothing on the menu that you can hate. There it is. Whatever. Uh, but shout out to State Fair. Thank you for giving us a home. We appreciate you. And uh, um, yeah, just just trying to write every day. Uh, that's what I've been dedicated to. Write every day and uh, hope for the best. And I think that's the only thing you can do is write every day and literally hope for uh, something to be funny, something to hit, something to be like, yep, that that was about as good as it got. Um, yeah, man, I, uh, I, I've, I, this whole time I've never really run my own show. I've helped host, I've helped do other shows, um, but I've never actually ran my own show. So, uh, shout out to Eddie Lyles, who's given me the opportunity. Shout out to State Fair. And, uh, hopefully this all works. Um, that's what I got. That's what I got. 22 minutes. Uh, so the other time, so the thing that everybody always tells me is like, hey, if you have writer's block... If you are having issues writing, sit down and just write anything. Write in a journal, write uh, random fucking words, just write something. And um, if it's like a journal, write it, put it away, look at it later. Uh, But just write. Just the writing portion of it will get you going. It's like priming the pump. It's like uh, pushing the car down the hill and popping the clutch, like, and it's helped. It's helped a lot. Like, I can't uh, even be upset at uh, the lack of – I can't even be upset at, at the at the process where uh, I've been just sitting at the Pete's Coffee by my house, drinking my dirty chai latte, uh, and just hammering something out. Uh, I started a script because I was like, oh, well, I should I should probably have a few scripts in the pocket – just be able to push it out, and uh, when somebody asks, like, here, here it is, and at this point, it's daunting when you realize that you know nothing about a script. I've seen thousands of them. Uh, I've punched hundreds of them up, but I, I never have sat down and read it. So at this point, I'm literally just copying, like, I am not a script writer. I am pretending to be a script writer, and I feel like I am just pretend writing. Uh, I'm looking at a script. I'm copying the script and literally just changing everything. Um, But the format's there. I'm literally changing like character name. Find uh, Mike and change it with Josh. And then interior, exterior, uh, whatever. So I'm literally just 
um, taking the script that's already out, a script that's already out there and changing everything about it. And it seems like it would be easier. Like now that I'm saying this out loud, I feel like you're like, hey, Loy, it's probably easier if you just wrote it. And like, you're right. But uh, I think sometimes it's easier to imitate Michael Jordan than try to be as good as him, right? Listen, I'm not trying to be Michael Jordan. I'm not trying to be a script writer. I am just trying to make the team. <laughs> I am just trying to make JV over here, people. Just trying to have something, right? Um, I think that uh, I think it's important for actors, comedians, anybody in the entertainment business to have a portfolio of things to offer. I hate acting. Uh, but we won't go into that. And I've never really tried my hand at script writing. Um, so I go, hey, I'm having writer's block. Why don't I just do something uh, as opposed to doing something that I'm really good at? Well, okay, you're right, I'm lying. Why don't I do something that I know how to do and then do something that I have no idea how to do and learn a completely different skill set because that is uh, takes up a lot of time. And I like to procrastinate. So I'm writing a script. Um, I'm actually kind of writing two scripts, which is not uh, a good look, right? Because that's too much. And I think that I should write one script and then move to the X. But I'm just planting these seeds, people. Sometimes you got to plant seeds. I'm doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I'm writing jokes. And then if I can't write jokes, then I'll write one of the scripts until that hits a wall. And then I'll, I'll throw together an outline for the other one. Um, I'm definitely writing one script TV show and then I'm, I'm putting together like um, all of the footnotes and the flow chart, the character descriptions of a movie. Um, I think a movie has got to be tighter. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But literally, it's like there's three acts, there's character introduction, there's, there's like stuff that you got to do uh, and there's stuff you got to know. So I'm kind of putting it all together and trying to put the bones together. Because, right, when you have writer's block, just write something. Write anything. Write something. Uh, I'm afraid that I'm going to write, like, something in my journal. It's, like, not even a journal. It's not like, hey, dear diary. It's just kind of like, hey, today's date this is what I'm going through, uh, which is, by definition, a journal. But I'm afraid that, some, like, my kid is going to find the journal when I'm long gone and just be like, oh, my dad was a fucking crazy and they wouldn't be wrong. They wouldn't be wrong. Um, I hope that they find this podcast somewhere and being like, oh, okay. I mean, he's not crazy crazy, but he's he's not all there. But damn, is he such a – is that where I got all my good looks from? That's what I want them to be like. I mean, my dad was crazy, bonafide crazy. And, and if he had a podcast, which I don't think I would listen to uh, because he's crazy. But I would say, oh, maybe this is – Maybe this is like the parameters to his crazy. Maybe this is he's just a misunderstood in the realm of crazy. I don't know. I don't know. We live in a world, weird time. But I can't imagine my dad having a podcast. Um, that is a frightening thought to me specifically. I just don't think um, I think he could. Shit. I mean, I'm sure he's got a smartphone. Smartphones are like $3 a month on a on a cell phone plan. I don't know why he wouldn't have a podcast. I don't know why you why you don't have a podcast. You should have a podcast. Uh, don't. Don't do that. 
Uh, what else I got going on? Oh, okay. So movie suggestion. Movie suggestion. I just watched. Uh, I just watched the movie yesterday. And if you're not familiar, it's it's about a guy who is like a mediocre musician. Uh, his manager loves him, but uh, he's so in tuned on trying to be a better musician. Right? He's trying to get famous and rich. And um, there's like a freak accident that happens. And when he wakes up, he wakes up in a world where the Beatles never existed, amongst other things. But for sure, the Beatles don't exist. And uh, he, as a musician, has the opportunity to be one of the greatest musicians, bands, songwriters uh, the world has ever seen. And he takes it. And it all goes, uh, it all goes down from there. But... I thought it was a great movie, and uh, nobody was upset that the actor was Indian becoming the Beatles. I understand that he wasn't like playing, portraying the Beatles, but he's a musician that basically sings all the Beatles songs. He's now the new Beatles, and he's British, and he's Indian, and nobody was upset about that. Congratulations, Britain. I am... So fucking proud of you. Uh, I mean, you won't let Idris Elba be James Bond, which I think if anyone could be James Bond, it would be Idris Elba. I think that guy, uh, you missed the mark on that one. But I'm happy. Yesterday, uh, nobody was trying to cancel that for for an Indian guy being um, Paul, John, Ringo, and the other guys, George. Ringo, I don't know, uh, but I love the Beatles as far as their music is concerned. So it was really good just to be able to hear new covers and new versions of it. Uh, so yeah, 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 yeah. So if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. It's um, it's got uh, Indian guy. I don't know his name. Sorry. Great job though. Knocked it out of the park. And then the girl that I'm secretly in love with, uh, she was in Baby Driver, and she was also in Downton Abbey. Um, beautiful girl. Knocked it out of the park. And I definitely love her British accent. I mean, obviously, it's it's the way she talks. I get it. But uh, and baby, you know, I thought it was a little weird. Her accent, her southern accent, was a little off. Uh, Downton Abbey seemed her accent was a little forced, but this one knocked it out of the park. I'm in love. Uh, shout out to her. Shout out to yesterday. Shout out to the World Cup rugby, uh, uh, rugby World Cup. Um, I appreciate you guys. What else do I got? Uh, I got the DCAPA Film Festival comedy show coming up this weekend. If you are in the DC area, please check out my page, www.facebook.com slash Lloyd Lee Comedy. Um, it's on there. It's also on my Instagram. That's what it is. Hey, by the way, I am unlocked from Instagram jail, so I'm happy to be back. It's been like a month. They said, uh... <sighs> You're talking to too many people. You're hitting too many people up. You're tagging too many people, too many hashtags. All of these things. I don't know what you're doing, but uh, sit down. So I haven't been able to post anything for literally a month. So I am back. Welcome. And um, check me out. Lloyd Lee Comedy on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram.com slash Lloyd Lee Comedy. And um, shoot me an email. Lloyd Lee Comedy at gmail.com. 
and uh, check out this uh, check out this podcast, Short Pale Handsome, on Instagram. Yeah, buddy. So if you are just listening, I got the YouTube version of it. And uh, this episode, I know it's a little weird, but normally I got two cameras. I got one camera, so I've been talking to my profile uh, the last, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. So if you're watching this, that's why. Um, I'm not cutting to anything else, which will make it way easier to edit. But if you're watching it, that's what happened. If you're listening, you can always check it out. If you are watching and you want to just listen, like on the car ride, um, I'm everywhere. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Okay. I love you. Um, Shout out to everybody. Everybody that we talked about. That's all I got. I got shit to do. Okay. Talk to you later. Okay, love you. Bye-bye.